America needs a tidal wave of the old-time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to... Believe It or Not. The show where we believe it. Or did I... Do or don't we? we once in a while no. it's a real will she won't she kind of thing exactly you know, like or a, they or them uh, yeah i don't yeah yeah him, that's a good that's a good point you know mr potato head and mrs potato head yeah i i've been hearing about this this is a, a recent controversy um there's another one it's tangentially related there's about some uh, old dr seuss books yes old as well yeah not quite the same, but you know, but similar. similar. I think the uh, conservatives and evangelicals are freaking out pretty, right? Pretty much the same on both issues, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I think the controversy is uh, Mrs. Potato Head has a vagina. Oh, is that is that what it's about? It's genitals related, I think. Well, they both have that back hatch that you can put yeah, pieces inside. It's true. Right? It's so one of the, is is that yeah. a potato vagina? Is that I, what that is? Um, my understanding, kind of what I've heard, is it's less that they're they're not calling them Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. It's that the toy, like branding, is just Potato Head, and then there are there's still Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head. I don't yeah, know if that's the that case. was the that, plan. That, the that was the plan, oh. and now it's like they've reversed it because so many people freaked out. So now it's just going to be Mr. And Mrs. Potato Head still. Oh yeah. Okay. So nothing's changed. Nothing's then. changed. Yeah. Who yeah. are these people who are so concerned about about this stuff? <laughs> People who love being outraged. Another thing recently, too, is the Equality Act. Um, mm-hmm. Have you been paying much attention to, like, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that psycho? I, I try not to. Most of what I've heard is she just seems like a real winner. I, yeah. I've heard a lot of the stuff about her bringing uh, guns into the Senate and yeah. know, that kind of stuff. So Yeah, I think that the guns, yeah, she was part guns. The gun one is really Lauren Bobbert or whatever. They're the two, like, yeah. really conservative, like, QAnon I almost said tea party, but is that a thing anymore? The QAnon people and the crazies and the, yeah. Her concern is that there's only two genders. She says, according to the Bible, there's only two genders. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's like, well, you can Google that. You can figure out if that's true or not. But no, you just be angry. Um, <laughs> do, what, do, what does the Bible say about, does it say anything about gender? Oh, yeah. It says a lot about gender. It's like, yeah. it freaks out about gender. It's like a pretty sexist book. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, fig- I figured. And that's what we're here to talk about today, the Bible, or the church and gender, I guess, or okay. Christianity and gender, because uh, people are freaking out about it, and uh, genders mm-hmm. has been one of those things that the church has held some strong opinions on. Right. Well, or, I mean, if it has to do with anyone's sexuality, orientation, yep. or what people are doing in the privacy of their own homes... The church has got to be so far up your ass. Yeah. They want to be right there with you. Oh, yeah. The church has had some pretty strong, defined roles for men and women, mm-hmm. which vary over time, which change and which morph. There's some, you know, pretty sexist stuff in church history and right. church in general. So there's different categories, I guess, within the church of what people believe and how they, they interpret gender roles from the Bible and, and how it's supposed to be played out today. Um, one article I was reading had like a list, I think it was a Christian article, but it had a list of like the different opinions that Christians have 
Uh, One of them is the traditionalists. And this is basically men are, you know, above women. They're the leaders of the church. They're the leaders of the household. They're the leaders in society. So like even with them, Marjorie Taylor Greene wouldn't be allowed to be any sort of leader because she's a woman. So this is this is always my problem with things like tradition or yeah um old-fashioned you know the yeah. kind of things that are looked at in like the good old days kind of things where it's like these are just kind of fancy buzzwords for like regressive yeah. and and archaic and yeah. outdated but you know they try and put that like spin and like oh no we're we're following the beliefs that we grew up on yeah like there's a reason we don't have those beliefs anymore or we shouldn't have those beliefs anymore. exactly but- oh exactly and then this thing too like um the next they talk about complementarism complementarianism uh complementarians complementarians which is supposed to be like it sounds progressive like okay. oh the sexes complement each other but it's still gender roles it's still like yeah you know there's different there's different degrees in it like there's some where it's like men are have authority over all women and then somewhere it's like no they just have authority over their wife it's like well, they're still both shitty yeah, <laughs> like, they don't have authority over anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just people, and and, the, and yeah. there's, there's other people. E- egalitarians is okay. I guess they love eagles, and they love they only eagles. have sex with eagles. Oh, and that's where you just men and women in marriage are just supposed supposed to submit to each other. So it's like the more equality thing, a little more, yeah. But it's still falling into still, that, that yeah. gender binary or whatever. Not that there's wrong with any, like, if you want to be a sub, that's fine. Submission is fine. <laughs> sure. I think there's, I think there's a difference when, when it's something that, uh, it's a lifestyle choice that you make consciously versus yeah. one that is dictated by a 2000 year old, uh, fantasy novel. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So let's talk about some of the, uh, the things within Christianity and within different denominations that these weird gender role lines, and then we'll get into a bit of the, um, right. Like, yeah, gender identity and, and things like that. So dress codes is a big thing with a lot of churches and like what men and women are allowed to wear, which is now, funny. I don't know if I've ever told this story. My grandmother used to work for, um, it was like a, I think it was like Our Lady of Fatima, where they basically would just send out um, like flyers and and like notes saying like, "Oh, our boiler broke down. You need, please send the church money so we can fix our boiler." And they'd send out like little rosaries and like little bottles of holy water and shit like that. Yeah. And um, the guy was a crook. He died. I don't fucking care. Fuck that place. Yeah. Uh, they're just swindling people out of their money, like old people who can't afford to turn their heat on but they're still sending money to these things yeah but uh my grandmother didn't believe it she just worked there because she needed wanted a job um but she had to wear a skirt every day she worked there so what she would do she just wore her jeans and then she'd have to put the skirt on over top so (laughs) when she went to pick up her paycheck that she just had a skirt in the back of the car like constantly there for whenever she had to run in oh wow yeah for this arbitrary reason yeah it's such that's the biggest thing too is pants is the biggest divide so a lot of United Pentecostal churches have like a women can't wear pants rules. Yeah. As well as a lot of fundamentalist Baptist churches have a lot of rules about what like mm-hmm. what men and women can wear as far as pants go. And same with Anabaptist churches. So like Amish and Mennonite and, and mm-hmm. things like that. Mennonites, a lot of them are more progressive 
in that way now. But. And this is uh, this is mostly so that the women don't give the men boners, right? That's true. Yeah. And then the men wear pleated pants so you can't see the boners that they might get yeah. from the women. It's the pleat in the pants. I'm going to return these to the pants store. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. And, oh, here's an excerpt from a sermon from a guy named Jack Hiles from mm-hmm. 1973. So Jack Hiles, First Baptist Church in Hammond, at the time was the largest church in America in 1973, and it's still a mega church today. But this is a quote from him. Some of you pants-wearing ladies, I hope God will get you so under conviction tonight that you'll hit the mourner's bench before you go home. Let me tell you something. You ladies who wear your britches, don't you laugh at me while I'm preaching the Bible to you. The Bible says a woman should not wear that pertains to a man. In this heathen generation, you ladies who wear pants have fallen prey to the unisex philosophy. You are part of the (laughs) unisex movement. I'm going to prove to you, you won't believe it because you just want to go ahead and be part of it. You don't want to be different. You're not willing to buck the trend. Right. It's on to lament that you can't even buy skirts at the department store anymore, which, so is he skirt shopping a lot? Is that what's happening? How insecure and afraid of sexuality do you have to be that something that is not even sexual? Yeah makes you this irrationally angry and like this is this is like the worst thing you can do is as a woman wearing pants yeah pensacola bible college and a lot of other bible colleges have a a rule that women can't wear pants on campus unless they're playing sports that's one of the things uh the united pentecostal church women aren't allowed to wear pants or slacks because they immodestly reveal the feminine contours of the upper thigh and hip like how how sexually repressed are these people like i mean the answer is very like yes that's, yeah. that's the whole point right because they they want to push people into marriage and make yeah, them have exactly. lots of kids and procreate and i mean yeah. that's the whole thing like when you're when you're when you're not exploring your sexuality of course the first thing you want to do is get married yep it's true so yeah. you can explore that stuff exactly uh they're not allowed to wear makeup no jewelry except for wedding rings and wristwatches. No low necklines. No sleeveless dresses or shirts. No very tight or very thin clothes. No dress hemlines at or above the knee. No sleeves under the el- or above the elbow. And uh, you can't have uncut hair. Oh, yeah. Un- un- what? I don't get that. You have to. You have to have long hair. Okay. Yeah. But you have to cut it. I don't know. But you for men trimmed or something i guess so yeah i don't know weird but for men there's like two rules you can't have hair covering the tops of your ears and the your hair can't touch your uh collar so you can't have long hair right now with quarantine i got both of those yeah my hair is insane (laughs) (laughs) yeah i haven't had a haircut since august and you know they wonder why why the youth are leaving the church, trying to make them dress like a bunch of frumps. Yeah, it's true. When I was a teenager, camp had like these dress codes, uh, like my summer mm-hmm. camp, and it was all like all the rules were for women. And like, yeah. when I was a counselor, we finally added some stuff, but it wasn't like we took away stuff that women couldn't wear, or the girls couldn't wear, but we just added a couple things to make it seem more fair. So like, guys weren't allowed to wear muscle shirts or whatever, and it's like, well, no, just make it like. <laughs> Yeah. So that women just feel comfortable, girls can feel comfortable. Yeah. So like wh- the whole thing is like why if you okay, you, I understand that you can have a dress code. That's sure. But yeah. just make it a, a general jet dress code. 
Just yeah. be like, make sure, oh, shirts just need to have this or whatever. And yeah. it's, it's, don't say like, girls can only have this. Girls can only have this. Girls can only have this because yeah. we don't want the boys getting boners. Girls can only have this. And that's the whole thing. And like, even with the United Pentecostal, that's basically how they say it. It's like, no, because you have to dress modestly to protect mm-hmm. the men. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Well, then stop. You know, then protect the man from what? Yeah, exactly. From and why do we have to protect thoughts. him? Yeah. What about what about her? Exactly. <laughs> the woman. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's victim blaming before there's even anything happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that goes back into a whole other argument that we yeah. <laughs> we know we don't need to get. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. And that's yeah. Uh, hats and head coverings is a weird gender specific thing. A lot of churches, especially in the past, but still, there's still some churches today that women have to wear hats when they're in church. That's why you see the big church hats and stuff like that. That's why you see like Amish ladies and Mennonite ladies wearing those like head weird head things and why nuns wear the head coverings. And men aren't allowed to wear hats in church. Mm -hmm. So they have to like when I was a kid, and even I think my home church even still has this rule, but like you, as soon as you go up in the church, if a usher sees you wear a hat, he'll like come right up to you and like take that hat off. But women are expected to in some churches. This comes right back to like what I was saying, traditions, old fashioned. It's, yeah. it's somebody else's baggage. It means nothing to yeah. you. Why exactly. why are we holding on to this bullshit? Like it's it's like don't put your elbows on the table or you know don't yeah. wear a hat there don't yeah. wear a hat inside like who is this for? Yeah, exactly. We don't it's... need this. It's it's not helping anyone. It's not progressing anything. We're we've come to a point where you can find anything on, on the internet. Now. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So it's if, true. If you're getting that upset over someone wearing a hat inside, then you really need to check yourself at the door. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. My, my other thing about that is, is that it, it comes back to that kind of almost public shaming, right? That, yeah. That, that self-enforced uh, rule of law that the, the congregation is enforcing. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, just let people worship and believe in the way that they want to. They're at the church. They're doing what they can. Yeah. Fucking loan. You don't yeah, know. Exactly. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. With yeah. These guys, right. Yeah, exactly. You don't know, like, yeah, what kind of week they had or... Yeah, and as soon as you start, like, pushing that kind of shit, like, take your hat off, put your hat on, you need to wear a skirt, like, all that... Is that bringing anyone in or is that just pushing people out? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we talked about men and women role in the household. So the Bible's um, actually... Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but sexist. So the Bible says in Ephesians, oh. uh, yeah, wives submit to your husband as to the Lord, for the hu- husband is the head of the of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Growing up, we always had these like things at church and like different churches I'd go to and stuff where it it was always this like diagram of an umbrella where it says like God on top. And then (laughs) under that umbrella has another umbrella that says uh, husband. And then under that, it says wife wife and kids. Why would you use an umbrella? I don't know. (laughs) You don't need two umbrellas. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, 
what a what a shitty shitty way of looking at life yeah the quiverful movement which we've talked about before is big on the gender roles mm-hmm. and like men being yeah. the head of the household women being baby makers who right. do all the cooking and cleaning and and all that stuff i mean i guess it comes back to that whole idea of where you give somebody some sort of agency over another you give them that authority it becomes more attractive for them right yeah and then the people in those submissive roles are are kind of pushed further and further into them and they're they're kind of placed more into that compliance right yeah so that that comes back to like what i was saying with that self policing as well right as soon as you give someone authority over somebody else or you know that option that they can kind of exert that they're going to do that so mm-hmm. it, it's keeping people in line while letting them like giving them enough power that they can feel like they have some importance while still being completely irrelevant as yeah. far as life goes and just end up being shitty people as a result of it yeah exactly i'm gonna read there's this list i found i won't read the whole thing because it's pretty long but read uh, it all we want to hear it (laughs) it's from a website called gty or grace to you and so it's a weird christian site looks like by a big preacher and i'm not even going to tell you who it is because i don't know (laughs) but you can we'll put the reference in the on the website so seven these are seven priorities of a godly wife first wives are to love their husbands. So basically that's that's their priority one. And then they have a whole list of Bible verses of why that's true. Second, wives are to love their children. Um, makes sense. I think that's just, you know, evolution that makes us love our children. And it, it's a good thing to, to do that. I think husbands should love their children too, to your fathers, uh, can regardless you, of whether you're married. Not to, not to cut in, but can you truly love someone if you're only doing it because you're told to love someone exactly yeah <laughs> that's a great question i, ne- I yeah. never i never get that where it's like if you are being forced to love someone or if you're loving someone under duress or because of a fear of some sort of like retribution or eternal damnation for example yeah. is that truly love or is exactly. that some weird yeah. Stockholm kind of, you know, you're conditioned and you're beaten down into this love. And you don't, if if you were in a different situation or you were removed from it, you had the choice, you probably wouldn't make that choice. Yeah. I was actually, I was on the uh, Friendly Atheist site today and they um, haven't met a, and they had a uh, video from a church that was like the creepiest thing ever. It was like a mother and her daughter and two puppets singing about why obedience is good. And oh they're just God. like staring at the camera and like spelling out obedience and it just looked like the most stepford wives like under oppression kind of kind of video yeah it's so gross yeah it's so gross um third wives are to be sensible this is the same quality that should characterize elders all older men and in fact all believers common sense and good judgment should improve with age but they should be evident in early adulthood so that's dumb fourth wives are to be pure This refers primarily okay. to moral purity and especially in the context to sexual purity and marital faithfulness. Yeah, right. that's that's that whole we want our wives to be virgins so that we know that our kids are are ours because um that's important well, it's for like you want yeah, you you like if your wiener goes into a a, a a vagina that had another wiener in it, it's like you're kissing that wiener yeah it's true it's like you're you're banging wieners and that's like that's that's gross to these people like that is yeah and a lot of them that's why you're not allowed to kiss until you're married either oh it's yeah 
a lot of, especially like independent fundamentalist Baptists and all these purity culture churches, you don't even kiss before you're married because, married because you don't want to kiss somebody who's kissed somebody else. And that comes and back to like, like that whole thing about like loving someone and actually understanding these things, right? Like sexual compatibility and like all of this stuff is very important for like a properly functioning relationship. Yeah. But as soon as you like, like, no, you can't do that. You have to get married first. Like you have to, you have to, this is really putting the cart before the horse. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Where rather than like, you know, understanding who you are and who the your partner is and how this kind of relationship works and what's healthy and yeah. what's functioning, it's, it's lock it down and then try and make it work. And that is so wrong. Which is why so many friends of mine who got married in Bible college at 20 or 22, are divorced now because yeah. they just got married because that was what you're supposed to do and they wanted to have sex and and it was well yeah. thank 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 fuck now that they can get divorced i mean that was always never yeah. an option for a lot of people it's true too, yeah like, yeah i mean i get it when it was probably marriage was a means of getting a dowry and land yeah <laughs> I mean, from that kind of perspective, you can kind of see like, well, yeah, you're trying to marry your kids off so you can get more property and food. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> to but survive. Like, yeah. But like now, like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, five women are to be workers at home. Mm. One of the hardest things for many chop, contemporary chop, wives. Dig, dig, <laughs> chop, chop, dig, dig. What's that from? It was The Simpsons. Where Homer was uh, sitting in a hammock while Marge was chopping. Right. Oh, Lisa was chopping wood and Marge was digging a hole. Right. I don't remember why, but. That's great. He was imagining it. Oh, they're pre actually, this website is progressive. I shouldn't uh, mm. have said anything because they said that if you're not married, you're allowed to have a job outside the house. As a woman? As a woman, yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, oh, man. Oh, what was I doing criticizing this? That's true. Uh, number six, wives are to be kind. Sure. What, what does that even mean? Just like, or maybe just like marry somebody whose personality you enjoy and, and is complimentary to yours if you want to get married at all. Like, like how, <laughs> how is any of this appealing to anybody? Yeah. Like, re really, like, does anybody truly want such a one-dimensional, like, passive, submissive, like, milk toast? bland individual in your life like, yeah that you have to spend your life with this person and they're just they're just nothing based yeah, on yeah just boring yeah like that's that's so it's so unappealing yeah number seven seventh and finally women women mm -hmm. sorry wives are to be subject to their own husbands that same old bullshit so this is this guy's seven seven things to being a good wife it's so uh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, women in church leadership. Uh, most a lot of churches do not allow women to be in, in church leadership. First two, first Timothy two, verse 11 and 12 says women should learn in silence and in all humility. I do not allow them to teach or have authority over men. They must keep quiet. The Bible's sexist. Um, right. Yeah. In. Catholicism especially, but in like a lot of churches, even just leadership names are gender specific, like father, like with priests. Yeah. Abbot, which means Abba, which means father. Uh, Pope. Hey, Abbot. <laughs> Pope is Papa. Um, so it's all like, yeah, just very uh, gender specific. Men are leaders in these, yeah, in this tradition. Um, 
Let's see, some churches, American Baptist churches allow women in leadership. Episcopal churches do. Evangelical Lutherans, uh, that was the denomination I was a leader in. Um, mm-hmm. They allow women to be leaders. Mormons do not. Uh, the Misery Synod of Lutherans do not. Presbyterians do in the States. Roman Catholics obviously do not, and I'll get more into that in a little bit. Unitarians, yeah, they're cool with it. United Church of Christ, obviously they're cool with it. And United Methodists are are cool with it. Uh, Let's see here. As of 2012, only 11% of American congregations were led by women. And right now, or as of two years ago, I guess, only one of the 100 largest churches in America were led by a woman. Mm. So, uh, yeah, pretty big divide, even if, like, even if you say, oh, yeah, we allow it, it, there's still a there's still a huge divide there. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm a little torn about it, where it's just like, yeah, you should have them be able to have these positions of authority in the church. But part of me is also just like, get out of it. Stay yeah. Away. Like, why would you want to be in there? Yeah, I don't I don't I would just I don't care about equality in it because it's something that I don't think should exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like there's not enough baby murderers out there you know yeah. we need to have a better uh, gender divide and be yeah <laughs> that's true um yeah that's very true the catholic church there's been a huge fight for many many years to mm-hmm. to try to ordain women but I, I know we might get some uh we might get someone saying like well that's what abortions are and you're for abortion <laughs> that's true <laughs> you know what i, I take it back there in that way more yeah. baby murderers <laughs> yeah so i grew up in a church that had an ordained woman pastor as the mm-hmm. um associate pastor so that the second in command kind of thing i guess i grew up in a little more advanced culture but my church uh, came out of the holiness movement and a lot of churches from the holiness movement were pretty quick to ordain women. So that was even like a hundred years ago kind of thing where they were ordaining women. Yeah. It, it, it's funny. Cause it's like, it's easy to say like, how out of touch can you be with modern society to not see this? But again, we're in a very specific bubble, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, as soon as you kind of like go outside of it, even more rural or small communities or even outside of North America, it's very easy to kind of still be in that, older mentality i guess you'd yeah. say well even like the church i worked at for a while when i when i ran the day camp this one woman she was like the the main person who basically ran the whole church like she did all the day-to-day stuff but she was only paid for 25 hours a week because they had a policy within that denomination within that baptist denomination that uh women can't be full-time because that takes them away from the household and, and they need to be <laughs> taking care of their kids and stuff <laughs> What? Even though she was, she definitely worked more than forty hours a week, and she, her kids were adults and out of the house, but they still applied that that rule. So she was basically making less than a minimum Holy wage. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, fuck that rule. Yeah. Second of all, don't work. Stop yeah, work. it's true. Yeah. Like, why would you? Like, why would you? I get that you want to be part of the community and this is something that's important to you, but after a certain point, you have to be like, I get it's important, but you, you also have to look like. They're taking advantage of you for their their own kind of belief thing. They're not exactly. paying you for the time yeah. and work that you're putting into this thing that you supposedly care about. And all they're showing you is that they don't give a shit about you. Yeah. And she, yeah, she, I think she had a master's and everything in theology and stuff like that. And she's now, she moved away. That was in Calgary. She moved away to Toronto and she's ordained now. And she's like, 
uh, <laughs> a little more freedom. I hope she changed the nominations, but it's still like, yeah, it's just yeah. a shitty. I don't. I, yeah, it's just one of those things where I mean, I don't get why you'd want to stay in it, but maybe I mean, you believe what you believe, and I guess if you're on the inside and you want to change stuff, then it makes sense. But I just wish people <laughs> didn't, didn't <laughs> believe in yeah, yeah, sexist bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of gender, let's talk about uh, trans people mm-hmm. and how the church views gender on a spectrum. Pretty much most churches do not believe it's a spectrum. Yeah, it's I didn't very, think that they did. very binary. And there was a move in the Catholic Church to be more inclusive, and that was shot down. In the New York Times, they talked about in 2019 where the Catholic Church officially said, like, no, there's no gender fluidity. There's two genders. Male and female, he created them. This is a quote. Toward a path of dialogue on the question of gender identity and education. Sex uh, sex and gender can be seen as distinct concepts, but should not be considered independent of uh, one another. And that the church does not approve... of gender identity or the ideology that follows from it. And basically they said that the idea of gender moving along a spectrum was nothing more than a confused concept of freedom in the realm of feelings and wants. So that's... Isn't isn't existence just a feeling of likes and wants? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Isn't yeah. that... That's, that's how we survive as a yeah. species is our likes and wants. Yeah, and it's true. That's how that's how life works. Yeah. Yep. There's even a lot of like people who aren't religious that like just internalize their transphobia and they they mm-hmm. say things like, well it's just yeah. science. Like if you just look at the science, there's just two genders. It's like no, I mean, even the science doesn't say that. Yes, there's PPs and and vavas, but yeah, like, there's there's the thing about it, like biological sex and kind of a whatever they're saying. It might be a little more clear cut than than um uh or, or would that be sex? Is that is it yeah? Sex? That's like that's that's the other thing because there's a difference between sex and gender. Yeah, I, I'm not well versed in any of this, so again, I, yeah. I apologize if I'm making huge errors. <laughs> I don't want to like offend anything, but. I, I know there's there's a difference between those two and how those spectrums lie, but that's also yeah. where like the arguments come from. They're like, well, this is what it is. You either have a vagina or you have a penis. Yeah, even if it was just feelings, like pe- feelings are real things too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and and you know, like you see videos of people freaking out that somebody's uh, going poop in the wrong bathroom, and like the majority of these people are just trying to live in a way that they feel comfortable and recognized and seen. It's just like. They're not they're not affecting you in any way. This doesn't affect your life in any way. Like why why is this so important to you? I, I don't. Yeah. Like if you look at like if a pastor mm-hmm. assaults somebody or, or sexually abuses somebody, that's a bad apple. And that's like, you know, they're, no, no, it's they're... not, Trev. <laughs> they get a slap on the wrist and they get moved to a congregation yeah. next town over. Yeah, and it's true. Continued cycle of this bad behavior that yeah. gets swept under the rug. But it doesn't matter because. Yeah, they're, they're a person in authority within this religious organization. But yeah. if if it's somebody who who was born male and wants to identify as female, God forbid that they use the women's bathroom because they might try and rape your children, yeah. which has been completely disproven. Exactly. Yeah. No evidence for. But a continued epidemic of child abuse in the clergy has been documented. But, you know, we're yeah. just more that little that little detail. So let's forget about that. Right? Yeah. 
I mean, I was attacked in a bathroom when I was six years old by a cis male. Are they now going to ban cis males from all bathrooms? Yeah. And uh, the Methodist United Methodist Church uh, in 2008 mm-hmm. voted uh, down a motion to exclude mm-hmm. transgender people from joining their clergy. Uh, so that's that's good. Presbyterian Church doesn't have a specific statement of inclusion, but in 2010, they removed barriers banning transgender f- people from being ordained in the churches. My, my thing about a lot of this is, one, how are they finding this out? Like, why is this like, why is this coming up? How is yeah. this? I mean, first of all, it's like, one, it's none of your fucking business. Yeah, exactly. Like, can yeah. you imagine? Can you imagine going into a job interview and they're just like, uh, so are you a man? Are you a woman? What are you? Yeah. The what first you thing they ask yeah. you, like, like that's none of your that's none of your fucking business. Yeah. What I am. So like, as someone who would be a, like a trans person, like, would they, like, why is that okay for you to automatically be like, well, you're this, so you're not allowed to have this job? Like, what yeah. are you fucking talking about? Well, there was a there was a woman who came out as trans, mm-hmm. as a trans woman in Toronto last year, and like mm-hmm. immediately fired from her church. And that happens a lot, even like in churches where they pretend to be inclusive, and all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I'm trans, and like you're out. And it's yeah, it's uh, the Anglican Church or the Church of England. Um, we wait, we should we should say like we're we're making this a church issue, but this it's really not. A it's church. not. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and there's that's other. The other thing. Yeah, there are so many people who who have these beliefs who where it has nothing to do with religion. Yeah, and it needs to it needs to change. No, it's, yeah, it needs it's, to stop. it's yeah. just a deep seated societal. Yeah, I think a big part of it is is homophobia. There's yeah. like there's so much of it of just like about. You know they don't understand people. Yeah. And they don't want to. They don't want to. Yeah, it's, it's true. Different. It's different from what they know, and therefore it's evil. And that's the you know it's yeah. it's, it's it's just hate. Hate is hate yeah. is hate is hate. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Sorry, with like the bathroom bills and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like they were losing the the battle against gay marriage, so they picked a new battle. You know, yeah. and they picked a new way to oppress people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they it was, it's all of a sudden like oh um, let's. Let's go after trans people now because now they want rights and we're not going to stand for that. And well, it's it's back to it's back to this whole victim mentality that white Christians have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. White Christians, whites, Christians. Yeah. <laughs> three, three separate categories. Yeah. I'm not saying that's all of it is, but it's that victim mentality. It's like, yeah. oh, they're war on Christmas. Oh, you can't say Merry Christmas. It's like, yeah. oh, but we don't like, we can't have gay people coming in here because they're going to do this. Or it's like, well, we can't have trans people because we're going to yeah. do this. It's like, we're victims in this somehow. It's like, no, yeah. y- you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're not a victim at all. You are free to believe these things. You are free to have these, these rights and things, these privileges yeah. in our, in our society. And all you're trying to do is take other people's, you know, well-being and away from them. Yeah. Have you ever used a um, a non like gender? What's what's the word? Like a non-gendered bathroom? I don't even know yeah. how to. Yeah. It's not weird at all. <laughs> like this. You know how you like, you know how you solve that problem? Just have bathrooms that are single stalls. Yeah. There's a one bar in in or like theater space slash bar in in Toronto that it uh, just says bad dog, right? Oh, Bad Dog and uh, the Transac, they, uh, it just says like 
bathroom with urinals, bathroom without urinals. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And it's like use whichever one you want. <laughs> like, you, know, you know where else has uh, uh, gender neutral bathrooms? Uh, everybody's house. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 And uh, you know who's most likely to uh, sexually assault uh, somebody is is a family member. That's true. And that's and yeah. I don't see a huge push for people having separate bathrooms in in those in your houses. Yeah. So. No. It's true. Well, me and my cat have separate bathrooms. Well, if you count, if you count the litter box. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess oh, we're you, the same gender, though. I guess you could start using the litter box. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when he's in there. Prank yeah. you. <laughs> no, Jagger. I, I'm the daddy now. <laughs> so, yeah, the Church of England, they, they propose that they start doing, like, baptismal, like, services for um, people's new names like as mm-hmm. as they transition and they choose a new name yeah and they would kind of be rebaptized with that new name because the name is a, a an essential part of like a baptism in a lot of churches and stuff yeah. so which would be like you know for somebody who who needs that affirmation from their community it's like a nice gesture or whatever but mm-hmm. i think 2000 clergy and uh and members of the church signed a petition trying to get a band i don't think it was but it was like yeah just outcry from members of the church that that they were willing to you know admit somebody's gender identity and it just yeah right yeah. i feel like so much of this is like again like again it's i know why it's there yeah it's that self-policing that i was saying right it's yeah. that it's that self-regulating oppression you know to keep people in line to keep them following and doing what you need to do but it's also like if you believe in a in a truly higher being, one who is evaluating and grading everything that you do, and that when you die you'll be judged or whatever to yeah. be wherever or however that shit works. Yeah. Why do you give a shit if somebody wants to have a baptism because they're yeah. like yeah. what does it matter? Yeah, exactly. It's like regardless yeah. of your gender identity, regardless of what genitalia you were born with, just like live your life, be good to yeah. people, find your passions. Like you don't have to worry about, Oh, I'm not being submissive enough to my husband or, mm-hmm. or I'm not being authoritative enough with my wife or I, I have to lie to myself about what my gender, my gender is. And, mm-hmm. and well, I mean, I mean, it still is a lot of that and it is still a very hard thing for a lot of people too. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've come a long way with a lot of it and there's a lot more visibility for a lot of those yeah. communities. But there's still a lot of work that but needs God, to be done. But God, there's yeah. so much, man. There's so yeah. much. Yeah, a story that embarrasses me to all hell. But a couple of years ago, um, I was going on vacation, and I went to get a passport. And I get to the passport place and Service Canada or whatever, and I submit all the forms. But my birth certificate was really old, and like because it was from when I was born. So like. Mm-hmm you know 1981 and it's been in my wallet for years so it was like falling apart and they couldn't read all the numbers so i had to go and before i could get my passport i had to go get a new birth certificate Mm -hmm. so that was an annoying process yep but pretty straightforward you fill out a form and then you get a new birth certificate it just takes a little bit of time but i got my passport and i went on vacation then a couple weeks later I'm walking in on a conversation with two friends who who are trans and they're talking about getting a birth certificate. Me just being the dumb white cis male, 
was like, oh, isn't it a pain in the ass? It took me like three weeks. And they both kind of look at me as like, yeah, yeah, we feel really bad for you. Because <laughs> obviously they're trying to get their birth certificate changed mm-hmm. to have the gender they identify as. Yeah. And I'm complaining that it took a couple of weeks so I could go to a beach. <laughs> it was yeah. like, you don't, you just like put yourself in somebody else's shoes for a moment. I mean, yeah. I know it was just a mistake of like, I just misunderstood oh, what yeah, they were talking sure. about. Was but like, very, still, yeah. <laughs> a very innocent thing to happen. <laughs> but I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> That's, that's, that's one of those things too. It's just like, well, what, what, like we don't, we don't have any protocols for like these kind of things yet, really. Yeah. It's, it's all still very new too, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's all pretty new and uh, yeah, we just need to, uh, yeah, just work harder to be better and call it out when people are shitty, I guess is one thing too, is like. And just treat people like people. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's the whole thing. Like <laughs> just try try to be nice and stop worrying about all that other bullshit that yeah. doesn't affect you in any way. Like exactly. at all. Exactly. Like if someone wants to go do stuff in their in their spare time, like well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it doesn't have any bearing on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think that's do you have any other thoughts before we on gender and Christianity or religion? Uh I mean, there's so many problems with it. It's not just yeah. Christianity. There's oh, so no. many other ones where yeah. they're so problematic. It's true. I mean, I think we've, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't even want to get into it because it, yeah. it's just it's just a long sad road, and it gets into it gets into so many points about you know do people have agency over their own lives and over their own bodies and mm-hmm. over their over their minds and yeah you know so much of it just keeps pointing back to well not really yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's a big reason that I believe the things that I do believe, because it's just like, I I don't need, I don't need some text or some guy on a pulpit telling me (laughs) what I need to do. And I have it easy. You know, I, I'm, I'm a cisgendered white male, baby. Oh yeah. I rolled, I rolled, I rolled seven, baby. As far as that goes, just like easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. That's me. You know what I'm saying? So I can't even imagine being outside of that like and just the the constant struggles that some people have to go through with this kind of stuff it's it's insane yeah even um somebody commented on one of my videos Mm -hmm. like with a transphobic thing and i was like i'm not gonna let that go like fuck you buddy because it was like a thing i like your stuff and then immediately they said something transphobic and i was like i don't want you to like my stuff (laughs) like yeah i don't care like just fuck off (laughs) Yeah, it's just I'm such just... a bizarre like I don't I mean it's the same thing with like like racism though too yeah. it's just like how how do you get to a point where that where that feels okay for you right yeah. like yeah. I, I mean I get secondhand embarrassment very easy from things though I'm I'm, I'm very same. like very <laughs> conscious of that like there's so many things where I, where people do shitty things and just like how like sure like i can understand sometimes feeling anger or frustrated by something but to just go out and physicalize this and like manifest this to other people yeah would it it would just it it's insane to me sometimes yeah <laughs> so then the fact that you're manifesting such hateful and hurtful things is even more crazy to me yeah yeah i yeah exactly but well should we move on to a brand new segment we have a brand new segment 
Oh my god, wow, thank you so much. Oh, wow. thank you! Oh, thank you! Thank you so much! Instead of a segment today, let's uh, thank our patrons. Yeah, these are these are our first big batch of patrons. That's, yeah. that's, that's really exciting. Yeah, that's really cool. Thank you so much. I'm just going to... Uh, as as promised, we're going to do some gossipy Bible study mm-hmm. prayer requests for, for mm-hmm. some of you. Uh, mm-hmm. But first of all, I just want to thank you so much, Joe, uh, Christopher, Nicole, JC. Did I say that right, JC? And I just, I you know, we really appreciate it. And uh, we'll give you, you know, the rough cuts. We'll give you our <laughs> Q&As. We'll give you our uh, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I put out uh, the one video and then we <laughs> sent it to the patrons and then mm-hmm. we got like blocked on on face or uh, on YouTube. Oh yeah, such a long clip in it, so they got the oh, no. the extended edition of that one. So you can look forward to things like that getting. That's one of the benefits. Yeah, exactly. You're, we're not going to get shut down for the patrons. That's for yeah, sure. that's true. But <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, so let's picture we're in um, a church Bible study. We're in mm-hmm. somebody's living room. Okay. We've really gotten into the word today. Just studying about mm-hmm. how Elijah went up to heaven in a... Um, is it is it Elijah or Elijah? Oh, there's both. Oh, Eli- Elisha was Elijah's, like, student. Okay. Yeah, so he was his, like, protege, kind of like a... Mm. Like a Qui-Gon and a, okay. and a Obi-Wan. Now, is Elijah and Elijah kind of like uh, a Megan versus a Megan, where it's spelt the same, but it's just said differently? Oh, no, it's... A, one's an S-H and one's a J. Oh, like Elisha. Elisha and Elijah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, so we're, we're there. We just studied this amazing word about how he Mm -hmm. went up to heaven in a chariot. Um, Cool. Yeah. And now we're, we're getting together and we're saying, okay, what, who has some prayer requests? And of course there's a couple Mm -hmm. silent prayer requests, Mm -hmm. um, which just means you've been masturbating too much. Right. And um, should but, we keep quiet then? I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's where you. I wanna <laughs> I wanna pray for your unspoken. Okay, thank you. Yes. Um, okay, I just re- really reach out, uh, Damien's unspoken, and that he's been frantically unspeaking un- about mm-hmm. lately. Mm-hmm. I also have a prayer request for my friend Anthony. He's been reading Spider-Man books again, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't really wanna. This doesn't leave the room because we're just bringing it up in prayer, but. As we know, Spider-Man is an evil, evil book because um, you can't actually shoot webs and swing between buildings, and and God, uh, God looks down on that. So if we could just uh, take a moment to to think about Anthony today and his his Spider-Man addiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, thank you, Anthony. And uh, I, I've actually got someone that I I would like to say a prayer for. It's our our, our good friend Hannah, and. Uh, I know she's been going through some tough times, and uh, because of that, she's been supporting a, a heathenistic uh, podcast full of two terrible, terrible people who are bound straight for hell. And um, I, I just hope that with with our help today, that she can see the error of her ways and and stop supporting such um, awful, awful people. Awful filth. Yeah, we'll we'll raise her up in prayer for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have a, a prayer request for another friend of mine named uh, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy's been staying up late eating Pop Rocks and Coca-Cola <laughs> a lot lately. And I, I worry of what it could do to his, his stomach because we all know what happened to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mikey from the Life cereal commercials. So 
Yeah. Yeah. If you could just raise him up again, um, between us and the Lord, this is, this is a very personal matter for Jimmy, but I really feel like, Mm -hmm. like we need to do this for him. And I, and I got one, one more here as well for uh, my friend, Matthew, actually, um, with the pandemic, everyone's been home. And because of that, people have been turning to other things besides the Lord to pass the time. And Matthew's been spending an inordinate amount of time with uh, his Hot Wheels cars. And um, it's becoming a problem. He's neglecting his family and his friends. Yeah. Uh, he won't He won't eat. All he does is he goes up and down the hallway just making car noises and, and crashing his little Hot Wheel cars into things. And we just we just hope that he can overcome his tiny automobile affliction. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll raise that up. And again, this is all in confidentiality. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if you need to bring it up in your other Bible studies and stuff, please spread it to them too, but in confidence, um, so that they can spread it to their Bible study in confidence too, mm-hmm. and their other Bible studies. And I just have one more prayer request for uh, Jonathan, my my good friend Jonathan. Um, he has a uh, you know an amazing family and a you know amazing wife and amazing daughter, and I feel like he loves them too much, and I just want <laughs> him to you know stop that addiction of just loving and caring for right. his family that much. And I feel like we can, you know, challenge him on that. Um, just subtly invite him out to to Bible study or invite him out to wing night or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Make sure you're drinking Coca-Cola. Uh, no, uh, no beer. But um, yeah, just to distract him a little bit from how much he, he loves them. People are spending too much time loving other people uh, when their love should be going to the Lord. To the Lord, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. He needs the love. Uh, yeah. He's desperate for it. He's lonely. Mm-hmm. So. So what do we want to do? We want to do this popcorn style? Or do we want to all take turns? <laughs> do you remember what popcorn style means? I don't know. <laughs> you know, just when you feel inspired by the Lord, yeah, you pop in and you say oh, a quick okay. little, a quick right, little right, popcorn right. prayer, and then somebody else pops in and, and says there. Um, again, thanks everyone for uh, supporting us and thanks for all the wonderful comments and, and all that stuff yeah. we've been receiving and messages. A lot of, lot of people reaching out lately and it's been really cool to see and really it's, encouraging. It's, yeah. It has been. It really has been uh, quite an influx of people like saying some very nice things. And yeah. I, I understand so many people are going so, through some very difficult times and if if anything that we do here can help in any way or make you feel better about some of the choices that you need to make now uh that that really means a lot to both of us Mm -hmm. yeah it's yeah it's just been so so encouraging and like so you know we've been doing this podcast for a couple years and Mm -hmm. um just to be able to kind of reach out and and make a difference it just it's really cool and uh Mm -hmm. and then also for the people who are angry um, that we make this, this stuff. Um, thank you too for making it this far. <laughs> oh, your your anger fuels me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for you know all that stuff. Leave a review mm-hmm. on iTunes, maybe that's a something uh, we haven't encouraged people to do in a while. That's true. Yeah, yeah we should. All yeah. those official platforms. We love hearing you from yeah. in person, but. Uh, the more it's out in the in that public space, the more people we can maybe uh, you know get this out to. Yeah, for sure. And uh, again, uh, we love you, and uh, thank you, and you have yourself the greatest day. Yeah, of all and time week. And, and week. week and maybe of your year. You know, I'll be there for you. 
<laughs> work, 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 Sky Moon. <laughs>